Jones, brother. Do I look sunburned? Um, no, you just look a little shiny. That's my maybe a little bit. I literally just got out of the shower. I think if this camera was better, you'd see. So like, here's the skin tone of my hand. How you get sunburned in October? I know. So somebody just had a birthday. Yeah, I did. Twenty nine feel on you. I've been thinking a lot about that, you know, like, don't worry about being a loser in your 20s. The 30s is where your career happens, you know, and then like the 40s, you think about finishing up. The 40s up. is where your career 50s happens. 50s is where you plan for retirement. And then, you know, by 60s and 70s, you're retired. So I'm like, just barely, hmm. uh, incredibly behind schedule on all of that. Um, and Kelsey's lying. I just turned 23. How um, are you behind on being a loser? You're oh, literally no, I'm right on time. Right with on that, schedule. I mean. Yeah. Um, I was thinking it'd be so cool if when we go to see Sam T, if we could stick a camera in his face and say, say, Sam, I'm a Lund guy. Uh, also, could you say, hi, this is Sam Talent. Uh, welcome to siblings in name only. No, I don't want to meet that man. I swear to God, I could just see like, him like, oh, OK, <laughs> no, hi, if I'm... he is around somewhere, I am literally walking the other oh, way, yeah, other way. That is like my nightmare to the comedian because be I know I won't be able to like keep up and I'll just be like, uh, 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 yeah. uh, 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 uh. when I met Meat Canyon, who was like pretty funny, it did not go well. Okay. I just, I can't do it. Oh God. Did anybody else you know that? <laughs> No. Wow. The hardest part about having a podcast is coming to the realization that I'm like not funny and that, that really hurts. That's okay. <laughs> No, it's not. What is my brand if I'm not funny? You're the autistic one, I guess. You're going to stop that, okay? Because I'm going to have a real breakdown. The amount of people who have sent me that photo of that wolf, and it's like when people tell me they think I'm autistic and not cool <laughs> and mysterious. I think three people have sent that to me now, and um, it's getting not funny, okay? It's getting hurtful. It's feeling a little targeted. That was very funny. Sorry, I was going to count and see what episode we were on. Why? <laughs> the last one? How about that? The uh, Oh, this is good content, too. Now that our viewership is exploding! So, once again, I, I don't know if Daniel's just never going to show up again, but... Okay. Um, Daniel's the Becker of the show. His, he comes uh, in when it's time. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> He shows up for five minutes and then leaves. Doesn't say a word, just goes <laughs> and leaves. <laughs> All right, guys, I gotta get out of here. All right, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> I gotta go. Uh, all right, well, let's get into it. Let's not dilly dally too much. I think if we. Uh, this is my child. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you like it? No. No. So, um. Oh, Shisa. I I uh, proposed the idea of this oh, being vulnerability hour, so you guys are going to <laughs> delve deep into, at the very least, my relationship problems, um, and maybe Brandon's past issues. Not yeah, that Brandon's no, ever had relationship issues. Yeah. Um. So. Money. 
money. No, well, no, I'm of. typing myself a note. I need mm. to get money from <laughs> need this, money from this high schooler. <laughs> so I wrote get high schooler's money. name, money. You gotta find him in the halls and push him against the locker. Yeah, say, where's Shake him out. Money, kid. Kid, where's shot? That does sound okay. As a side note, the idea of kids walking around and having to have money to like pay for food does seem kind of like as much as I'm like, uh, ah, they'll figure it out. Like that does seem pretty dangerous. Like, yeah. you know, to the point Easy where like, to yeah, I like, like I don't wrong. even carry cash in my wallet. Even if I have it, I take it, I keep it out of my wallet until I know I'm about to buy groceries with it. And then yeah. I put it in and then I spend it. Bro, I don't even carry a wallet. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm be like, well, oh, I don't have anything on me. Mm-hmm. Oh my okay, god! Okay, can I of, just that episode of Family Guy with Gumble to Gumble when he's like taking the what? notes and he's like, he's like, so sir, I don't remember what exactly what he says, but he's the guy who snatches the purse on Gumble to Gumble, and he's like, he's like, so what do you have to say for or something like that? What do you have to say for yourself? And he's like, he's like, what do you mean? I saw the lady's purse and I took it, and then it goes back to the detective and he's like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 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 So anyway, um, Family Guy references aside, uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna. And he say. says something else too, because he's like, he's like, "What's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> um. Anywho, I guess we'll just move on because I don't remember what I was gonna say. Relation money. Uh, You're talking about money. Oh. Relationship yeah, troubles money. and money. I love money. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I think it's a little bit sleazy. Um, yesterday I had no two days ago. Not that it matters. Uh, these two people come into my work and they were like, We're doing a fundraiser for our uh church. Uh we're selling these uh 3D vinyl pop. Uh, and you move it and it's like, you know, it like moves, whatever. Uh, it's to promote peace. That's what they kept doing. Peace. And they would like any donations or if you want to buy one of these, they're $30. I can't uh, quite pin down what accent you're doing. So I'm not going to bleep that quite yet. But yeah, just, don't. you're on thin ice, just so you know. It's $30 for peace. Uh, so do you think you would want to buy from us and i said no and my manager was there too so it was already like super uncomfortable you know yeah because you know what she did she walked off she didn't even help me she walked off with those people yes she walked off it's like uh, I don't care. and i was like no i'm good and they were like doing that where they're like super hard pressuring and i can't say no because i feel so bad and they're like well do you think you could make a small donation you just say no They'll move on. They're, I know, dude, but they're, I on, like such a... they're on uh, government. I was going to say government. The liquor store is government property. They're mm-hmm. on government property business, harassing you, hectoring you. I know. Okay. Thank you. Because I felt like a little like that's kind of sleazy no, to come into a place of work and ask the people working for money. Mother, no, I'm working. That means I don't have money. I'm trying to get money. You think about that too. Like when you go on break and like, that's what I did when I worked in Kansas city and I would like go on break and like, think about if I went, there's a McDonald's right there, literally on the same block. 
And I was, I would always be like, oh my God, if I walked over there. Okay. So that would have just undone the past X number of hours of work or whatever. Yeah. You know, or like, oh, I know you're like, oh, work. this meal is, you know, yeah, two hours I know. of work. So usually if I'm, if I'm working, like I literally will not even buy myself a lunch. And like when we well. do the, the drumline stuff over the summers where it's all day, like I cannot afford in my mind, if I am Brennan. devoting a day to work, I am not going to spend money out of my pocket to on anything. You know, like the fact that I have to drive myself there in gas is already way too much money spent bike. to make work. Bike. You know? It should be a little biking. <laughs> bike to Aleta. Okay. I'll bike to Aleta. Bike to Aleta. So let's see. Um while anyway, you, no, I did. Okay. I'm gonna search bike I did pass. feel like it was a little uh <laughs> A little sleazy, but I just wanted to confirm because sometimes I don't read people correctly and I'm like, yeah, that's up. And then the people are like, no, how? What? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that felt a little, um, but peace. Uncomfortable. Bad. It's only three hour bike ride. Oh, there you go. What if you're pedaling you your bit, little heart out? What, like three, three in the morning? Yeah. So I get up at five. So now. it won't even be warm. So, yeah. That does seem very short, though. I mean, it's a 45-minute drive, yeah, 50 with, with road work mm -hmm. traffic. So it only goes... Oh, God, we love it. Merge late. <laughs> late merge. I guess it looks... It's more of like a direct path, though, it looks like. Use both lanes. That would lanes. be fun. Dude, I should do that someday. I should just bike my little heart out to work one day. You get okay, in, you're yeah, all you sweaty. That, it's yeah. like in the, in the winter, you know? So I'm like biking in the winter. It's like cold, so I'm like sweating extra hard to stay, stay warm. And then you get inside, the heater's on. It's like and then you're, you literally school. feel like you're gonna die. Yeah. Oh, schools are always so hot in the winter. God, they are. I know. We uh, love it. What? Okay. It. Yeah. No. So, um, so I just cut my hair too. So I'm like feeling it. Yeah, it's kind of sexy. I cleaned I'll up be the back finally. So now um, no one can what, make fun whatever of my... you're doing with the long hair is kind of. No, the... now no one can make fun of me because I cleaned up the back and now it looks like a normal haircut. I was waiting to where it got good. exactly this length to cut it. Um, you look so like, um, have Sam talent. No, Ray. Um, teens. Yeah. Sam Ray. I used to have a major cross on him. So I'm feeling a little weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Let's put a nail in this. No, dude, don't. And plus. I can't say like, no. I don't know. You're bartering said no hours once. of your life for. Uh, I don't even want to say a stranger, even if it was like fully valid, like they, they basically you saw them walk out of the church, they drive to the church, walk in, talk to people, talk to the Pope, walk out of the church and walk over to you. You know, they're legit. Even then you're working like, yeah, get a life. Yeah. And plus you also don't want to establish like, cause they keep, they'll probably keep a list. I know. Like, and They'll be back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I was really uncomfortable doing it in front of my manager too. Yeah. I'm surprised. And she they wasn't, said, I'm surprised she didn't like as a good manager, just step in and be like, Oh no, no, Hey, no, we do not do I that. Know. While, yeah. While no, she walked off and the audacity is those people said, so does your coworker want to donate too? I said, no, she's good. Yeah. It's just so I get it. Like that's how you raise money, but like, don't do it to people who are working. No, if it's a church, then they'd give, um, they give shillings or whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, there I are know. a lot of people who strictly like adhere to that 10% right of their income goes to the church. Like there are a lot of people. And even, even if it's just two or three people in the church who do that, that's a lot of money. Like, 
Like, why right come there. into and a they liquor yeah, store? And they don't have to pay taxes either. <clears throat> like, bro, you think I'm making the big bucks? No, I'm not. So that leads us into um, a vulnerability hour. Uh, I'm going to lay everything out on the table and get your advice because I okay. feel like you have experienced something similar. I'm not going to get into your details unless you want me to. But so basically from the beginning when Nick's dad found out I worked at a liquor store, he really did not like that. He his is dad or his mom. I thought his dad was chill. No, his dad. Um, so his uh, dad also, is like, oh, sorry. Super... Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to cut you off one last time. If there's anything that like if I ask any questions that are like too leading or like, okay, no. it's like the dad of the mom thing. I mean, even that could be like a line that you don't want no. to put out there. Okay. So just say, no, I've uh, just very... clap your hands and say, okay, actually, could you cut out what you just said? Because I might ask a question. <clears throat> Back at it. Go. So, um, 25 minutes. No. Um, so, um, Nick's dad is like a super high up in a bank, like super high up. Like he's the one doing like deals and stuff, whatever. So he's like super, he puts like a lot of importance on career. And even when I've been with them for like brunch and stuff, his sister, was like, yeah, my boyfriend's going to be working on planes or whatever. And he, his first question is, well, how much is he going to make? Like, that's how important this man's, you know, views are on uh, careers and money and all that. And, um, yeah, so from the beginning, he has, like, been on Nick's about getting me to find a new job that is like suitable for i guess his dad like that would appease his dad and it was like a really big um problem at the beginning of our relationship because nick would get on my like his dad would get on his about it and like we would get into like arguments to the point where i was like i don't know if i want to be with you if you're gonna ask me all the time about when I'm going to find a new job, you know, cause that shouldn't be important. You know, I get, it is a little important if we're living together, but we're not. And I've also expressed to him that I want to find a new job once we move in together. But anyway, um, so yesterday and oh my God, when I go to their house, it is the most uncomfortable thing because that is like the first thing he'll ask. So you still working at the the store? Ah, uh, you think about um, you know, looking for another job anytime soon? That kind of, you know. And uh it's just like super uncomfortable and it's like something I'm like super just self-conscious of. You know, I already feel like a failure for everything i'm not gonna get into my whole backstory on why i feel like a failure but i do um <clears throat> so for him to like make me feel like i am not worthy to date his son because of my current employment is like putting such a strain and this is what i told nick last night i said it puts such a strain on our relationship because i am opening myself up 
to more like judgment and pain, like dating you that I already put on myself. So I was wondering if you could give me a little insight on what to do or, you know, just uh, anything. Cause I know like it's, it never <clears throat> stops. Cause he said his dad got on him again, not too long ago about it. And I'm like, I told him, yeah, I don't know if I want to go to Thanksgiving with you this year when I could just go to my family's house who will not judge me and make me feel like shit. So. Doctor. Yes. That's Let a terminal. Organize my thoughts really quickly. Yeah, sorry. I also, put a lot also, down. Also, I'm playing Wordle right now, so I'm trying to figure <laughs> out, like, I guess bread. Watching Subway Surfers. Um, I'll try Peace. Yeah, it's just a super thing and it's been happening since quite literally the beginning of our relationship so it's uh, uh, it's, been, it's been bringing me down and I know everyone says uh you know the, you're not dating the parents you're dating the the person but it's like no their family and how they view me is so important especially because this is like my first like like first serious relationship and like i've always wanted like their like somebody's family to like me you know i don't think people realize how difficult it is like going into situations knowing these people don't like me you know and having to just like fake that like oh hey how you doing oh what's up and then when i leave they like talk on me yeah, so, okay, I think um, <clears throat> I'll be, well, yeah, I'll just kind of share what helped me, I guess. Um, yeah, so my career field, it's hard, too, because, like, if you see the value of, like, what you're good at and knowing that that doesn't necessarily in, like, a business sense translate over to money yeah um oh fudge dude uh you kind of have to go though there's a i've been doing some studies of uh miyamoto musashi and just staying focused and being the the best samurai of all time which he was okay. survived 60 plus duels outlived okay. all samurai and became a ronin and a philosopher and uh Look. you know like widely regarded as like the greatest or you know one of japan's all-time greats you know and i try to apply um i think so Sorry, this is going to be a little scattered as well, but I, I have a few main points that I want to get to um, okay. that I think would be helpful for you because they were helpful for me. Um, I think opening up to some sort of either philosophical or religious backbone to kind of stand on uh, was probably the single best thing I ever did um, because I feel like your perception of things is very much a reality, you know, where... yeah. Yeah, we've talked um, about that. The past few years, obviously, with the pandemic and trying to be a 
let's call it what it is, the to make <laughs> the, the pharmaceutical, lining the pharmaceutical company's wallets. You know what I said to Natalie? I'm going to have to bleep this out. Oh, God. Uh, I don't know. Never mind. I, I won't know. say it. No, say it because I uh, want to know. I don't want to. I'll no, I'll say it. it. I'll bleep it. Um, I said, and that's i'll have you know i got sick four times in the past three years which is not normal okay um usually a rotund bus sorry sorry for that guys i try not to do that anymore (laughs) (laughs) uh okay the second best thing I ever did was gaining some level of self-confidence to uh, get myself moving in the right direction. And I think that's the other thing that's kind of tough to uh, say to you because I love you. And I think oh, that- God. the other day when I said you need to start working out, what I meant yeah. by that was I did not mean anything beyond. I forgot. I to finish- no, I forgot to finish the thought of that, which is I think you were complaining about neck, pa- neck pain or something. I realized a lot no, of my, my neck- fingers are going tingly. Oh, maybe that's what it was. And I was talking to Kathy about neck and back pain. My neck and back pain has improved 90 percent since I got a little more serious about getting onto a regular lifting schedule. And then I look yeah. at myself, I finish a workout and I literally stare at myself in the mirror <laughs> for 25 to 30 minutes straight where I'm like just walking by mirrors and just checking myself out and feeling like the man. And then that carries Brand, on. The you're rest of the day. freak. I know. That is so not normal. What that's, what that's meant to say is that it's been hard, you know, for everybody, let alone the self-employed pro musician samurai so i treat my craft as as the samurai treats his swordsmanship you know i i want to be the very best and i think there's something to say for becoming a master of what you do in the way that a samurai does uh and listen everybody i am not at all putting on a pedestal or uh putting being a drummer on any sort of pedestal i'm just saying that's what i've chosen to become a master of and i think that art of mastering something that is important to you F off anybody else. Would anybody else say, well, who needs to be a good drummer? That's not even a question that needs answered. I think I need to be the best drummer I can, and I need to create more best drummers in the world that they can be. And that's my life's passion. And poo-poo on you if you don't think that's as important as I do. So for you, I think getting some level of that, because I've gone gone fully from wanting to kill myself and change career (laughs) fields and I can't change yeah. career field because I tried it. And then I was about to kill myself uh, all the way back to I'm the man. You know, you can't touch me. I'm, I'm the man. God, I've, I have something in my eye. I'm Miyamoto Musashi, you know, <clears throat> due to, like I said, and the thing with like either a religious or philo- philosophical backbone is it gives you something to fall back on. Right. So it takes the it takes the hard work out of making any single decision, you know, you just study up on whatever interests you, which I'm curious, are there any philosophies? And it, and here's the thing about that. You pick the one that you like, and then you stick with it until you feel like you need to change to a different one. You know, they're all so different. We watched a (laughs) 
philosopher tier list, you know, and just just showing even at concurrently two people at the same time, the greatest philosophical minds the world has ever known. Yeah, have religion. They're atheists. They're agnostic. They they believe we're living in a simulation, whatever. You know, they can get to totally different conclusions. And it's kind of like the thing is like, you know, if your philosophy is I need to look out for my family above all else. And if I see someone is not looking out for them, I take that as a danger to themselves and I'm Mm going to help and I'm going to fix and I'm going to make sure that this family is looked after and cared for. Okay, that's Nick's dad's philosophy. Maybe your philosophy is, dog, I got to look out for me. Nick could die, but my life is still going on. You could die. My life is still going on. I could lose everybody, but no matter what, I'm looking out for me. You know, I got to uh-huh. do what I got to do. I think both of those are perfectly valid, you know, but you stick to whatever your philosophy is. So um, is there any sort of uh, central point or uh, anything like that that interests you? I'm just genuinely curious. Uh <clears throat> Not one that I've like fully fleshed out. I mean, oh, and don't figure it out yourself. Uh, that's the other thing too. You don't have. To, sorry, that was the other thing. Just yeah. because that was something I struggled with, I thought I had to go my own way. And then the moment I realized yeah. that other people have done all that hard work for you, you don't have to. You can pick up where they left yeah. off because y- your life is here and gone. You know. Yeah. Don't try to do uh, five thousand years worth of work in yeah. your lifetime. You know, figure out the one that you like. But are there any that interest you? So like either like. Buddhism or Confucianism or Christianity or any of those that you're like, this is lit, kind of. I don't know, because I haven't really studied up. I took a philosophy class and it sucked because it was that bullshit that's like, A, if B, then do C, blah, blah, blah. And also the dude, um, I was arguing why I didn't really with religion and he tore my apart and i could tell it was because he was like a christian which i was like this doesn't feel right if you're a philosophy professor then maybe you shouldn't have a bias yeah question mark anyway i don't know i mean buddhism seems cool yeah um i would agree with that i haven't really obviously family is very important to me Work is not important to me. I want to live my life and look back at the end of it and go, yeah, I spent enough time with my family and I did the things I wanted to do in my life. Not, yeah, I worked hard enough. I I made enough money. Whatever the f*** that is. Pioneering. I don't know. Right. So I, I just think- don't place importance on like wealth. Like, yes, I, money is cool, but if I'm able to do the things that I'm happy with or happy to do and shit, and I just, and my family is healthy and I can take care of my family, I'm good. Yeah. So I think for you in this specific situation, I don't even think the job. Okay. So what I was going to say about that, it is to me it is a little hard to watch any creative industrious productive person 
like feel the way that you're feeling right now. Yeah. Know? And I'm trying to word this in a way that doesn't sound like it's hard to watch you waste your life because it's not that at all, because that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I just got over, you know, four years yeah. of, you know, of like falling out of love with it, of whatever that is that you yeah. do and what you do for the sake of doing, you know, and um, let alone if it is your job or not or whatever, you know, <clears throat> but I think it's hard to see you without that outlet whatever that happens to be. And I don't know, you know, maybe you're like yeah. drawing and doodling or whatever in your free time. And I don't know, maybe it's not even a, a pencil art. playing video games. Or whatever, okay. yeah. So, but to watch someone who has done that not do that anymore for any period of time is just, you know, because it's hard, you know, like you, yeah. everybody goes through periods of that. So I'm curious, like, what is your, the classic Taoist question is, um, also remind me, I have some, really easy uh accessible reason do you listen to podcasts uh Ever? even just like 20 30 I mean, minute episodes chubby behemoth that's like it okay that's could i send like you a, a Taoism podcast that got me into it like it's super easy to digest yeah. super okay it's a little cheesy the guy's kind of a he's super normie um, but it's mm -hmm. like this army guy who you don't even figure that out oh, until he brings it up like way later in the podcast. Oh, and he God. talks about how he has to rectify joining a force of violence, you know, uh, with yeah. what he did, you know, so it kind of gets into, but basically what he does is he breaks down a chapter. <clears throat> the chapters are just pages out of the book, basically. so it's like a short poem or a <clears throat> whatever it doesn't even have to rhyme or anything but uh just a short like excerpt and then he reads it he breaks it down applies it in like a daily situation and then rereads it again um so it's like super yeah. accessible you don't have to like translate chinese or anything like that to get into it but that was one that really helped me to kind of since i was listening to podcasts anyway um uh, so i'll send that to you but what i was going to say is the classic question is uh you know if you're on an island or if, okay, if you have infinite wealth, whatever, blah, 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 you know where this is going. What would you do if you didn't have to work ever again? You know, like, what would you do the rest of your life? Yeah. Whether that's on an island or, so what, what is that for you? I'm curious. Can I only, one thing? Only one thing? No. Oh, I, probably what I do when I get off work, which is like, play video games. Which is something I've newly gotten into. I did not used to do that. So, I'm taking this as a new skill um no i hate my nails and i paint those are like the three things i do what else okay what else <laughs> no i'm just kidding you said paint is that more like your your jam do you think you would draw I just, I don't, I don't know. know why I have Drawing's this. It, you're like the drawer for, you're the drawer for some reason. Drawing is hard. Okay. I was uh, just curious. If I don't have like something in front of me, like a reference. Yeah. And I mean, you can think about it. You know, there is actually another video I'll send you that Alan Watts. Uh, what would you do? And I think wa in watching this, it's a short video. I think in watching this, you'll kind of, you'll figure out like more. I'm not very good at like, disseminating this to people they're, they're yeah. people are much better at this but he goes through it he's like okay say you say you don't need to do that or whatever you know like whatever uh so I'll, I'll send that to you too um to wrap this up a little bit more so your perception is reality and i also think having a 
I'm going to say backbone because I can't think of a better word, but like a framework or a backbone to empower yourself to get through this. Um, mm-hmm. And these conflicts is, is really important because eventually over time, you know, something's going to erode away. Either that's you taking a job, doing something, or maybe it's just, he shuts up, you know, and just finally stops yeah. talking about it. as much as you don't think it will. The reason he does is because other people entertain it his whole life. And yeah. as much as you're like, transparent and open and honest and within your framework being like, well, you know, either I'm working on it or it just doesn't really interest me and he's going to get so mad. But how many times can he get so mad about that before he's just finally like, all right, it's a lost cause. I don't care. And then you're not a fortune teller. You know, maybe he's like, maybe he becomes happily surprised, you know, at, at a very small move, you know, maybe instead of you just move quote in the right direction a little bit maybe that's and then he's like all right this is lit and then it's happily ever after but the top point that i wrote down was it'll never be enough you know people who people who have this like just hunger for wealth you know and that's like the the ape part of your mind that's like you know you hoard for the the for uh for ragnarok you know people like need to be ready for the end of the world that's right around the corner you know the financial downfall of the world and even if that were the case your money's not going to help you then either you know like it's not like it's yeah. uh, it's whatever i mean because but it is real too though that's the other thing i don't want to get too far away from you know I, I wish i had more money you know i'm scared a lot of the times i make like really unhealthy decisions a lot of the time or not so much anymore now that you know things are kind of evening out but you know like if you're just like literally just eating bread all week and rice because you can't afford anything else you know like that's that's very real too the mental toll which does get easier when you have a little more confidence you know perception is reality you start working out things become easier that was the other thing i was going to say like our financial situation really has not changed that much you know it's like always like you know, if we missed a month of work, we would have to live out of the back of our cars, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. it's like, that's always what it's been. But the difference is now it feels like the day to day is just so much more optimistic and happy. And if you feel like hungry to to work and to do things you want to do versus like doing it just out of spite or out of out of just sheer terror for everything you love being taken away. So that's where I, I really, really, really do feel like doing some sort of physical movement and exercise and exerting yourself not to mention Mm -hmm. just all the other like longevity and your bones get better your bones get stronger the only thing that make your bones stronger is is lifting heavy weights you know what yeah um you know whatever there's uh just texted um there's a lot of there's a lot of benefits to it but man just the the mental feeling the having all the bad aches and pains go away um, but yeah. anyway, this is not like I'm working out, but I just, the, the good that it's been to me that I've gotten serious about this since like the middle or beginning of summer, like, I feel like, I feel like a changed man. And I think that's the only thing that could have done it for me. Take it over the top, mix that with some sort of philosophy or religion or spirituality or whatever. Um, then it's just like these, these issues are like not even issues anymore you know like nothing is a problem at that point it's just like they're just exist there exists things that are you know and it's like they're Mm -hmm. nothing more than what they are they're not problems they're not positives negatives whatever you kind of just hit this equilibrium where you're going on like um normal person autopilot who doesn't even think about this stuff and i think that's the best place to get to um if you can um but i'm excited to talk about this more in the future or whatever um 
And yeah, I'll send you some of this stuff. I think it'll be a good like introduction. I think too, you, I feel like you'd be interested in this stuff as well. More okay. back to kind of like Buddhism and Taoism and stuff like that. I don't know. Or do you, are you just like, okay, I'm just never going to listen to that. No, I'll listen to it. Maybe I'll go for a walk and listen to it. Dude, walking. Yeah. And, uh, dude. Yeah. Hopefully not about, get kidnapped. And I'm trying not to say this in like a checklist type of way. Like I'm, I'm not trying to like give you homework or anything, but man, if you can like go for a walk around the neighborhood and just put in a pod and just come back home when it's done oh, yeah. or something, I feel like by the end of the week, if you did that every single day, and then by the end of the week, I feel like we would report back and you'd be like, oh my God, what what was I crying about last week? This is so <laughs> cute. This is so cute. Yeah. Sorry, that was a lot. No, you're good. I, it's good advice. And it is advice I need to hear for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was a little scatter shot too. Can we try this again? yeah start over welcome to siblings and name only dude when <laughs> yeah. we see sam no, talent it's, it's on, good i'm okay no i'm, I'm gonna, gonna show the camera no, in his face I'm and i'm gonna still... say i'm a lund guy and then i'm gonna say can you say hi this is sam talent and you're watching siblings you and name only no it it is good advice it is yeah no i'm just in like a, a bummed mood still about everything and i know like only i can get myself out of that and that's yeah that is true. And it's hard to hear and it's hard to say and it's hard yeah. to accept too. Yeah. Uh, and you just, and I'm not even pretending it's like a fix all thing because that's the other thing. Yeah. It's like, I remember trying to dude, yeah. it literally just takes time and it takes time doing the, the right things over and over. Yeah. And it takes a routine and a schedule. Like you don't have to be jazz embodied, you know, or embodied, whatever. Um, you don't have to be the person who's like, yeah, I can just pick up and roll with the punches through anything. I don't have a schedule. Mm -hmm. I wake up and I travel, you know, like, yeah. oh, dude, you're statistically average and average statistically means that you like a schedule and you like a routine and, yeah. you know, you want to do stuff the same way whenever you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, I, I appreciate it. Well, what are you up to? Um, Probably gonna go kill his dad. Honestly, I feel like that would just actually channel that, everything. dude. Um, oh, the gonna... you'll get noob gains, so you'll notice your body change immediately if you start working out. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. We'll cover this more next week about working out because we'll I in. don't. That's know a totally how. different topic. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm like I don't know that in. how to work out. I guess is the. I'll thing. get you set up. Other than like getting a gym membership, and no, I don't, don't do want to pay for that. 